Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode, beautiful souls. Today, I want to talk about money which is something that, you know, I don't really speak about a lot. And it's not something that I see myself as being a teacher on money and finances and abundance. But there have been some things moving through my field that I really want to share and speak into because I feel like a lot of us that come here with gifts, with a mission, who are from other places, go on a bit of a journey with money. And um, I want to share kind of what my journey with money has been. And and with the intention of releasing from the field some false light templates around money, some guilt and shame around money, and some things that I have seen showing up for me on my journey that might assist you in creating more abundance, right? Because the core frequency of money at its purest form is abundance. And money is energy, right? You've probably heard this before. Money is just energy. The labels we assign to it, the meaning we assign to it is just our own human conditioning, right? So money can be used for shitty things. Money can be used to control and manipulate and enslave people. It can be used to keep us. That's a really loud bike. (laughs) I hope that doesn't come through in the audio. Um, It can be used to enslave us. Um, It can be used to create this system of unfairness and imbalance of suffering, but it can also be used for us to live beautiful lives of freedom and abundance for us to go and create these beautiful properties off grid where we're not part of the system anymore to travel. Um, So for me, money enables me to go do grid work. So travel to other places of the, the earth where I'm being called to be, to share my codes or to do work on the land or whatever that is, um, to hire people to help me expand in my business, to, um, you know, take better care of myself, have a better environment, right? Feel um, some of my core soul uh, values for me, for instance, which are luxury or um, thriving, right? So freedom, some of my soul core values are to be in a nice environment. And this is not everyone, right? So I identified a while ago when I was doing this money work um, earlier on in my journey, when I was a coach, some of my core values of why I desire money. And for me, it's actually really important for me to be in a nice environment. It affects my mood. It affects my creativity output. It affects how I'm feeling, right? And so I identified that actually, you know, there's a lot of stuff around wanting expensive handbags and nice, you know, things and cars and all this shit. I don't care about any of that stuff, but a core value to me is having luxury in certain things that I, that make me feel good. So having a really good bed, having quality food, 
having a nice environment with a nice view, um, having nice interior decoration design, right? These things genuinely make me feel good in my soul. I take pride in my appearance. That doesn't mean that I purchase, you know, expensive designer labels because I don't give a fuck about that stuff. But having money enables me to buy things that make me feel like a goddess, right? I went <laughs> at the start of last year, I went through this whole deconditioning around for two years when I was doing all this work around my appearance and, um, you know, deconditioning all of this pressure to look a certain way. I kind of released all of it. I stopped doing my hair. I stopped straightening my hair. I stopped putting on makeup. I stopped dressing up and I just became this wild woman in Bali, walking around in a bikini, unkept hair, you know, no makeup, all of this stuff. And there was this huge shift for me about a year ago where I was like, fuck, I want to feel like I'm embodying the goddess in every day and how I look and how I'm showing up. And I want to do that for me. I'm not doing that to appear a certain way. I'm not doing that so men will have you know attraction towards me. I'm not doing that for any other reason than it makes me feel good. So I went and splurged on this really expensive um, brand, which is all this goddess wear. And when I'm like, if I'm being completely honest with you, when I put those clothes on, I take the time to do my face to, you know, make sure my hair looks nice, whatever it is, I feel different and I show up differently. So it enables me to embody um, the divine feminine goddess because I feel good and it's not fucking about everyone else, right? So when it comes to money, what I'm trying to say is there'll be certain things um, where money can afford you the opportunity to embody something a little bit more that makes you feel good guys and we want to be feeling good we want to be feeling in the best vibration possible to be able to serve our soul's work so that's the first thing that I want to say right and money enables us to do that sometimes it enables us to have the nice environment it enables us to take the time off to travel to do things that light us up to for instance like one of my big, big visions is having so much money that I can just be in a studio all day recording podcasts and music and what makes me feel good. And that's me sharing my light in the world. And I can give away a bunch of stuff for free because I don't have that worry about money. But in order to do that, I need to ensure that I'm taken care of first, right? We cannot help others if we are in survival mode, right? And many of us, feel like we are constantly in survival mode with money. And this has been my thing for the past couple of years. I've had these moments where I've been consistently bringing in high income months. I've been thriving financially. And then it's all been kind of stripped back so I can be back into survival. So not knowing where the money's coming from, not knowing where the next paycheck is coming from, not knowing whether I'm going to be able to stay in a certain place because I don't have the funds. And guess what? The funds have always, I'm very good at <laughs> materializing the funds when I really need it, right? So whenever there's been something that I've needed to do, so I've needed to travel somewhere, I've needed to pay rent, I've needed to pay um, a mentor, whatever it is, there's, the money's always shown up. So I'm very good at materializing it when I need it but that's not thriving, right? I'm not consistently um, having this stable relationship where I'm calling that money in consistently. And there's a awareness or knowing of like, cool, this is replicatable. I can call in this money, the same amount of money and I can expect it to come, right? So it's been a really unstable relationship for me. And part of the reason why I, you know, I see this playing out is that it's a bit of a drama cycle, firstly, but I've identified that there are some parts of me 
which still carry guilt or shame around having money. And the reason for this, and I feel like some of you on this podcast listening would have similar things within you, is that you do not want to accept or buy into or be a part of the system um, which you know money is really embedded into that controls and enslaves people and so in this act of rebellion in this act of I'm going to be of a higher consciousness and release my attachment to all this human stuff and not be part of that because I don't want to be fucking part of that because it's negative and harmful and it's it's creating enslavement for people you've essentially shunned money and you've been like, I don't want to have anything to do with money. I'm going to focus on service, which is fucking great. It's amazing to focus on service. But what I see with people who are spiritual um, and who are here to serve in some way with their gifts is that when they begin to um, de-condition de all of this stuff <laughs> around money, all of this conditioning, all this slavery, all these slave codes, what happens is then they download some false light codes of money is bad, money is evil. I have to kind of renounce the material world completely and I have to just purely serve and that's it. And I can't even think about money, right? So when I went into deconditioning all the stuff that I picked up from the coaching industry around money is the first driver for everything that I do, which really didn't fucking resonate with me, guys. I really, really struggled to call in money when I was so focused on the 10K months and so focused on the you know high income cash days and bragging about it on social media. Like, it's just gross. I'm not into it. It's, I, there's something about it, which is probably my own conditioning, which makes me be like, ugh, gross. I don't want to be a part of that, right? So in deconditioning all of that, I basically fucking renounced money. And I was like, it's all about service. It's all about service and I can be fucking broke as long as I'm serving with my gifts because they're gifts and they're here for me to share. And I can't ask for money for these gifts because they're not even mine, because it's something channeling through me, because it's, you know, it's not spiritual to ask for money because there's healers and shamans out there doing this for free and it's inaccessible for me to charge my worth and it's inaccessible and I don't want to be like these coaches and all of these things, right? And so what I did was I flipped so hard the other way from being completely money focused which is what most of us, as we grow up in this matrix, we're taught to be super hyper money and success focused and using that as our way to feel good about ourselves. Like, so asserting our value or our worth dependent on how successful am I am financially, how successful I am financially, how much money I'm making, how many flashy things that I have, right? That was the old conditioning. And we spent a lifetime getting that conditioning. And then when we wake up, we want to remove all of that conditioning from our field. And what can happen is as a result of that, we flip too hard the other way where we're like, money's fucking evil. I don't want to have anything to do with money. I don't want money. And there's guilt and shame around even asking for money because you feel as though in asking for money, you are not coming from this frequency of service and asking to be, um, what's the word that I want to use here? Re reimbursed by the universe for the work that you're doing, you believe that it's coming from this impure frequency and it's not service. And there are elements of truth to that. If you're hyper money focused, if you're only doing it for the money, um, you know, you're going to feel some distortions within your field around that. There's going to be some resistance because your soul doesn't give a fuck about money. But what happens is then it's limiting our ability to call in abundance. It's limiting our ability to live these lives based on freedom, 
based on beauty, based on being able to do whatever the fuck we want to do because we have the money to fund us, to be able to create the new world world because we have the money to build the new systems and structures and off-grid properties and whatever it is, right? We need money right now in this paradigm that we're in and this is shifting, right? So I'm, I'm going to say that money's on its way out as the primary currency. And I feel like soon it will be energy exchange and the new earth will be built on a different currency, which is energy exchange. But right now we're still kind of operating within this paradigm, which means that money is still a currency that we need to get used to <laughs> and be okay with accepting that form of abundance. Money is only one form of abundance, right? There are many forms of abundance. The earth is in itself a form of abundance, the way that we have light and we have air and we have water and we have food and we have a shelter, everything provided for us. That's the true essence of abundance. But money as a frequency, as a pure frequency is divine abundance. And that divine abundance means that there is this kind of sacred union between our soul mission and receiving the support, which is the masculine, of that money or that abundance or whatever it is, the resources to enable us to be able to carry out our mission. So if you think about your mission now, right, for those of you particularly who are struggling to call in money and you think about how many more people you could reach, how many more people you could enlist the help in, I'm talking about healers, mentors, um, guides, whatever it is to enable you to expand, to evolve, right? Um, maybe that's enlisting the help of another mentor or a coach. Maybe that is doing a certification. Maybe that is having cool audio equipment or a studio or whatever that is. Maybe that's enlisting someone, hiring someone to take care of the stuff in your business that you don't feel joy doing. So it frees you up to do the things that you love to do. So for instance, for me, it'd be really cool if I could just outsource all of my marketing and all of my, um, you know, the, the reaching the people part. So I could just show up as a vessel and just know that there's someone taking care of that. There's someone posting my socials. There's someone making sure it's all getting out to the channels. There's someone making sure that everything's kind of ticking over in the background. They're taking care of my finances. They're taking care of all the business stuff that I've always identified myself as not desiring to do that or not wanting to do that. And obviously part of me stepping into this new identity as a successful kind of business owner is taking control of that and like stepping up and learning those skills. And I see that and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to like have some time with my spreadsheets and doing my taxes and all that shit, right? So you can see how it enables you to actually have a bigger reach when you're in an environment that feels nicer. It feels more abundant Then you are vibing more at the frequency of abundance and freedom, which is the frequency that you are trying to assist or you're guided to assist people to reach. Because to me, divine abundance is limitless, right? The frequency of divine abundance that we're here to teach others, that we're here to um, share in this new world is that we can all be abundant. We can all have fucking money. We can all have resources. We can all have a life that's beautiful and get to do the things that we love. And we have the freedom to do that. So money at its purest frequency is freedom, right? Um, where there's this paradox that I've recognized within myself today, because freedom is such a core value for me, right? Freedom is my number one soul core value. And I know that I'm here with some contracts to step into power and sovereignty um, in order to enable me to reach bigger states of freedom and in, in, in order to 
kind of help other people step into complete sovereignty and freedom. So I have this core value of freedom. And I know that divine abundance at its core is freedom, that money enables me to have freedom, right? Not only that, but it enables me to help others who are not in freedom because of financial debt, because they don't have resources, they can't even feed themselves. They're stuck in situations where, um, you know, because they don't have money, they are enslaved in some way, right? So I know at its core, divine abundance is freedom. And there's so much good that it can do in the world. But there is a part of me that refuses to have money that feels guilt and shame around asking for money because I'm afraid that in by in the act of attaining money or being financially successful or being wealthy, I'm giving away my freedom to the system that created the slavery in the first place, which is money, right? So it's a fucking paradox. <laughs> it's like, I know that this money is going to give me freedom. I know that the core like frequency of divine abundance is freedom, but I'm in complete resistance to having that because I see money as something that's inherently bad or evil or shameful. And because perhaps part of myself is afraid that if I was to have that money, I would, I don't know, I would turn into one of those people um, that would be using money harmfully. Maybe I don't trust myself fully to be able to hold that money and use it from a place of love, <laughs> from a place of sharing from a place of helping others to experience that abundance so there's some selfishness in me that I see in these people these greedy wealthy people and it fucking makes me sick there's a visceral reaction for me when I think about the one like I, I get angry like there's fucking anger you can hear it in my voice I'm feeling it in my solar plexus and in my in my sacral chakra this rage that there are so many fucking people suffering and broke and slaves to the system. So this 1% can be disgusting with their wealth. Like it's fucking disgusting how some of this wealth is used when, when I know, and I think it's like fair to say that if this 1% started using that wealth to help others, to, um, you know, build fucking orphanages, to distribute food, to all this stuff, right? I know that if that was distributed fairly and evenly and with love and compassion, we wouldn't have these problems right? So part of me is like, fuck you all. I'm not going to have money because I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be part of that 1% that is creating slavery, that is creating people on this fucking rat race, hamster wheel, never ending cycle of trying to attain something. And I would rather die than sell out. That's what my soul thing is, right? There's this part of me who's like, I'm not fucking selling out. I refuse to sell out, right? And so when I see these people bragging about money, when I see people in this wealth and the way that they're spending it to me, and this is my judgment, so it's not like they can spend it however the fuck they want to spend it, is irresponsible and it's selfish and it's wasteful. It just makes me angry, which then makes me not want to have money because I'm like, I don't want to be like that. I pride myself on being this loving, compassionate, spiritual person who doesn't do all that stuff. And so therefore I'm never going to be rich because I don't want to be like that. Still at the same time, having this part of me who's like, maybe I would be like that. And I don't want to see that part of myself if I was to have that money. So I'm not even going to go there because who knows, maybe it'll be bigger than me and I won't be able to control it. Or maybe, you know, I will do some shitty things with money. Or maybe I say that I want to help and, and you know, share my wealth and do all these great things, but then I'll just be selfish, right? And I don't want to have that part of myself 
actualized. So I prevent myself from even attaining the wealth. But then you bring it back to this other, you know, the other side of money, the other side of divine abundance, which is that, you know, we can share that wealth with others. We can change so much in the world if that money, imagine if that 1%, the fucking 1% of the wealthy, the, the ones in power, all of that, if that energy, that power, that resource was put in the hands of people like you and me who are here to fucking serve others, who are here with this um, vision of equality and unity, and we wanted the earth to be a better place. Could you imagine those resources, that wealth put in the hands of people who give a fuck about our world, who give a fuck about other people, who give a fuck about ending this cycle that we're in, <laughs> that we've been in, that is not working anymore. Could you imagine how different the fucking world would be if that money was in different hands, right? Because money is neutral. It's just an energy. It's not good. It's not bad. It just fucking is. And it's the people and their intentions who have the impact of how that money is being spent. And that doesn't mean that just because you have this money, oh, excuse me, something going on in my throat it doesn't mean that just because you have this money it has to be completely selfless all of the time because this is something else that i'm recognizing within myself i tend to give and give and give so freely and i have always given so freely to everyone else freely of my time freely of my love freely of my resources freely of my gifts and i don't receive back the um the equal exchange to what I've given, right? And that doesn't mean that the person that you give to is going to give back to you. Perhaps you're going to receive from someone else along the line, right? And so this is what I see, for instance, like people talk about making their work accessible and that's why they charge so little or they do it all for free, right? And I see that as there are certain things and elements in your work which you're going to do for free, which are going to, for instance, this podcast, I'm not getting paid to do this, right? All my free activations, I'm not getting paid to do that. And yet they're fucking serving. They're serving way more people than the one-to-one work, than the group work, the group containers. But I'm not receiving from any of those people, right? None of those people are paying me. And I might get a nice email or message occasionally, but I don't receive anything back from those people. It's a free service, right? So I'm giving freely with my gifts. But then because of that, there needs to be a balance. I need to receive to survive. I can't hold down a job and do what it is that I do. And when I say a job, I mean like a normal fucking job that isn't involved with my gifts or my mission, right? So if I was to like go work at a supermarket or go work in film and television or whatever it is, I would not have the capacity to be who I am and do what I do. And I know that. I know I cannot go and get a job. It's just not possible for me. It's never going to happen. Um, maybe that will be challenged at some point and I'll go have to get a job. But for now, for me, it doesn't serve me to get a job because then I don't have the full life force and capacity to focus on my mission, right? And so then I have to receive in some way from someone doing this, right? So that's why I charge a little bit more for my containers or I charge more for my healing sessions because there's this recognition of there will be people who can give back, right? There will be people who have the capacity to pay you for what you're here for. They will value what you do. They will value the services that you put out. They will understand that there is no fucking, there is no monetary value that they can even put on your gifts, but they're going to pay you anyway, right? 
and they will make up for all the people that you're giving freely to. So we need to be able to give for free. We need to be able to give unconditionally and serve, right? So that service element of like, help me reach as many people as I can, help me to serve with my gifts is still really critical and important. And I'm not saying that we don't serve the people that pay us because they're paying us. And of course we still serve them, but we need to have that equal, equal energy exchange sometimes. We need to be able to receive so we can be filled up, so we can continue to do what it is that we're here to do. We actually kind of need money in a way to thrive in this world. And you can say, I just want to serve and I don't want to charge because it feels bad and it feels wrong and it's not spiritual to charge. And I don't want to be like all these people charging um, and all the things that we just talked about. But at the end of the day, you need to allow yourself to receive because you in that that um that frequency of abundance you in that frequency of freedom you in that frequency of not being in fucking survival mode because your needs are being met because you're allowing the divine masculine the true divine masculine which is god to support you um money to support you means that you have more energy to give i hope this is making sense right and so it is actually very fucking spiritual to receive money um because in the act of receiving then we're able to give more it's this infinite kind of like give and receive cycle. We give, so we receive. We receive, so we give, right? And it's not necessarily the same person that is receiving um, that has just given to you. We need to accept that from where else it's coming from. So for me, for instance, my parents have given me a lot. They've been supporting me a lot recently as I've kind of taken a hiatus from taking clients. And I've had to accept that I'm still abundant. I'm still supported. I'm still taken care of. And just because it's coming through the vessel of my parents right now, which has so much, there's so much societal guilt and shame that I had to overcome to even allow myself to be supported by my parents temporarily. It's like, whoa. And I've had to come up against that so many times. Um, but in allowing myself to receive in that way, to just be in a space for a couple months where I've had my food taken care of because they insist on paying for all my food. Sometimes I contribute, but they're like, they're pretty insistent on, no, don't worry. Especially my dad, Greek man. He's like, you're here. You're not paying for food. I haven't had to pay rent because I've been renting out my place in Bali. And as a result of that, you know, I'm staying with my parents rent-free. So I haven't had really any of this worry or need to create money. I haven't had the need to do client sessions or figure out where the fuck the money's coming from, which has enabled me to have complete space to just do this podcast, which is a huge act of service, right? So in me receiving, I'm able to serve more. I'm able to serve more unconditionally. I'm able to do this and not think about how is this going to bring in income for me? How am I going to pay my way if I'm spending all my energy on this podcast? I see that it's, it's all me being supported by the divine. And sometimes it's going to come through other people, through friends, through family, right? And sometimes it's going to come from clients who are capable of paying you, right? who want to pay you that money, who desire to pay you that money, who are, you know, financially viable in whatever way that they have, or like they're, they're sorted so they can pay you, right? And so when you find those people who are capable of paying you, who want to pay you, who desire to pay you, who there's an exchange where they recognize your value and they want to pay you, let go of the guilt and shame around receiving that, right? Let go. And it's like, there's this thing around even fucking asking for what it is, Right. And I, I found in the past, I used to get on like a, a call with someone, a consultation call. And when it came to sharing the price or telling them how much it was, I felt resistance or guilt or shame for even asking for what I was wanted to ask for, for that service exchange. 
And I'm going to tell you that 90% of people who've done any sort of mentorship with me or containers have said to me, you could have charged 10 times the amount of what you fucking charged back. And there are people charging so much more who have given you, who have given me so much less, who I have received so much less from, right? You could be charging so much more. And here am I showing up with all my guilt and shame around, oh, it's too much. I can't ask them for this much money for a session. Um, And they've told me the complete opposite to that, right? So now I'm going on a bit of a rant, but I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that we need to be able to receive. We need to be able to make peace with money while we're in this realm, we're in this matrix. It's not bad. It's not wrong. There shouldn't be guilt. There should be shame around receiving that, around desiring that, right? One of my mantras last year, and this was before I had hit one of my biggest income months ever, was money makes me come, right? I know it's very crass. But it literally was money makes me come. And I learned to tap into when I feel the frequency of divine abundance, right? The first time I felt it, I was like, holy shit, this is like orgasmic energy, right? It is like sexual energy. It feels pleasurable. It feels orgasmic in my body. And that's not a mistake, right? Because sexual energy, which has also made us in, in our society, we're made to feel guilt and shame around, has a similar frequency. So there's this guilt and shame around it. Um, where we can't speak about money, where, you know, for instance, this happened to me the other day. um, And it was so interesting to see my parents have a Tesla, right? They have a nice car. And (laughs) I know that growing up, I've had to witness a lot of this with my parents, because my parents weren't, I wouldn't say like extremely wealthy, but we were doing pretty well. Like they had nice cars, had a nice home. I went to a private school. I was very fortunate to grow up with financial stability right my father is also a gambler so (laughs) it was very unstable he would have a lot of money and then lose a lot of money but he also had a very successful business right so I grew up having nice experiences around money having nice things my mother grew up in the western suburbs right so there was a lot of judgment and shame in her family around her breaking out of that mold and having nice things and you know having this lifestyle moving out of that that area and having nice shit and so for instance my dad's car the other day we went to the supermarket we came back up and someone had keyed his car someone had taken a fucking um a a key and they dragged it along the side of his car and destroyed his car basically just because probably because i don't know they hate him because he has money because they are unhappy because they're projecting all their shit around having nice things onto my dad and his car And so there's this judgment that is like, (laughs) many of us have this like fear of this judgment we will receive if we were thriving. We don't want to shine too bright. We don't want to have wealth. We don't want to have money because it's going to make the people around us feel bad because perhaps they're going to feel entitled to some of that. So that was my mom's family. There was a lot of entitlement of, oh, well, you have this money. So therefore you need to bail us out or you need to pay our debts or you need to give back to us in some way. My dad, He's had family members being like, you need to hire me. You need to take me under your ropes. You need to give me all this stuff and I'm entitled to it, right? So there's a coding within me, which is like having money, being successful means that I'm people are going to think that they're entitled to things from me. I'm going to have responsibility. I'm going to have to give even more. Or the inverse, like the other stuff that I was talking about is that me having money is going to make other people feel shit. And I don't want to make other people feel shit. I don't want to have to sit with the feeling of um, 
the rejection or those projections from others or those judgments and that they think that I'm this asshole because I have a nice car, but really that car is just the most practical decision for me at the time. And it feels nice and it makes me happy. So like, who the fuck cares, right? But I don't want to have to deal with other people's projections of what that money means, what that makes that, what, what it makes, oh my God, what it means about me or what they're making it mean about me because I have money. Because I know in my heart, that I'm, I'm not one of those rich assholes. Um, I would like to hope that I would not be one of those rich assholes, but having these things or having this money, people are going to assume that about you, or they're going to hate you for it because they aren't, they don't have that. Right. And I don't want to deal with that backlash because my core desire beyond anything as a human is to be loved and accepted. And so anything that threatens that love or acceptance, I'm going to not want it. So I don't want success because God forbid I fucking get successful and then people hate me for it or they judge me for it. It's interesting, even, um, you know, as I, I shine more light and I reach more people and I've spoken about this before, I'm receiving a lot more judgment from people, which is, you know, I can try and laugh about it, but there's a part of me who's like, oh, that's really shitty. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to be out here helping people and people are, you know, throwing me shit ratings or leaving scathing comments. And I know it's because they're triggered by something that I've said, which is good and it's serving. And I know that I'm not here to be liked by everyone and that's perfect and whole and complete. But part of me still craves that acceptance and love. And I don't want to do anything to threaten that. Right. So now I'm going on a ramble about all my inner shit that's been coming up lately that, you know, I feel like it serves because many people would have similar templates within them, but bringing it right back down to kind of where we began this is not having money because it's not spiritual and having guilt and shame around money because of that is actually a false light template just as all of the other stuff around um you know all our conditioning around needing to have money to be worthy and all that stuff is bullshit and their slave codes and they're used to enslave us there's actually some false light which is like false spiritual templates which are also being used to enslave us so it's like we've become woke but then there's this false spiritual shit out there which is taking us further away from the truth or from us attaining our desires. Because then, because we identify as spiritual people, we see it as, well, all Buddhist monks renounce all their possessions, so I'm not spiritual if I'm rich. Or we see it as, you know, it's not right for me to be serving with my gifts and requesting money for that because they're gifts and they're meant to be given freely or whatever that is. And that is tactical. The same way that the martyr template has tactically been encoded within us light beings to enslave us. It's the same thing. So they're really fucking clever with how they put this coding in all of us, right? And some stuff might seem like it's from the light, like it's from the light for Jesus to martyr himself for the whole of fucking humanity. And we're going to uphold him with all this reverence because he fucking martyred himself, right? I'm not negating what Jesus did. I fucking love Jesus. He's a powerhouse and I'm really connecting to him lately as I'm seeing some of these martyrdom templates come up. But the concept that we need to martyr ourselves, right? We need to save others. We need to put ourselves last because of our service of our gifts or put ourselves after our mission um, as, as in I, the identity, the human, us being taken care of and having our needs met. We need to put all of that behind fucking, behind what we're here to do is a false light template because we're meant to thrive. We're meant to receive. 
we're meant to be feeling good. We're meant to be feeling joy and expansion. And so when you then tell a whole bunch of spiritual people, you have to suffer and it has to be difficult and you have to be broke and you have to martyr yourself for everyone. It needs to be difficult. It's this wounded healer, martyr, false light template, which is actually holding us back from thriving because see where I'm going with this. If we were to be thriving financially, spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, all the ways, then we would be really fucking unstoppable because there'd be that power shift and money would be in the hands of light workers, right? So there are some amazing light workers out there who do have lots of wealth and abundance. There's also a lot of shit in the industry, which I still, you know, it's being kind of like unpacked and it's really necessary that it needs to happen. All the stuff that's going on in the coaching industry right now, um, this inauthenticity and this having money is the number one thing and it's the rhetoric and, oh, look at these 10K months and fucking 500 million cash, cash dollar days and all this shit, right? That needs to go because it's coming from distortion. It's coming from this template which is distorted and it's not fucking working and it's creating lack in a lot of people and pressure on themselves to be something that they're not. So it needs to go, but that's not to say that those who are thriving in their businesses, those who have spiritual businesses that are thriving are bad or they're wrong. In fact, I see them and I have friends who are doing really fucking well. Like I have one friend and she's, I think she's a million multimillionaire. She's doing really, really good in her business. And that used to trigger the fuck out of me because I'd be like, no, it's about service. And how dare you charge for your money? And how dare you be, you know, wealthy and blah, blah, I'm not. And why are you? Used to trigger me. And now I see her and I'm like, you fucking go girl, right? Because I know what she's doing with that money is putting it back into her business so she can reach more people. So she can create art that impacts the world. So she can live a life where she feels good. And so therefore she's able to show up and shine brighter. And I see her as a beautiful example for what is possible for us. So if you're looking at social media accounts, right? And this again, like I want to say, and you've acknowledged all that stuff within the coaching industry, which is now being dismantled and the bullshit and like people sharing their wealth because they feel like they have to, because it's this template within the coaching industry of that's the only barometer of success. You put all of that to the side and you were triggered by someone in your field making money or doing well. The invitation is to look at where do I feel guilt and shame around having money? Where am I not allowing myself to receive money because I have some sort of false light template playing out where I feel like it's not spiritual to make money or I'm not allowed to ask for what I want or I have to put my own personal needs aside. And then look at, like make a list of all the ways in which you having more abundance can actually impact your mission in a positive way, how much more good you can do, right? And that is even from a lens of, well, if I'm traveling and having a fucking good time and I have the freedom to do what I want and I have nice things, it makes me feel better. So therefore I'll be in a higher vibration, right? If having nice fucking candles and pillows and throw rugs and a good mattress makes you feel better, then you're going to be showing up and serving from a higher place, right? So even if it's from a selfish point of view, I want you to write it down and then look at what are some things that I could do and give back and how could I assist the collective with that money, right? Is it creating, um, you know, offerings for people that are free because you have more resources and you can just give away so much more for free? Is it, I'm going to go and, you know, what's the word? Um, donate to a bunch of different foundations that 
really have fucking meaning for me. Am I, for instance, for me, I'm really passionate about women and children. And like one of my, that are sufferers of abuse. One of my desires in my heart is to have some sort of like fucking center for them to come. And not only that, but to be teaching them this spiritual stuff and like helping them to empower themselves, right? Like disadvantaged people. That's one of, I don't tell anyone that because that's a personal thing, but I would really love to be able to create that. I would love to be able to create off-grid communities, um, you know, temples of light, all sorts of things where people can come and live and live in, in this new earth. So there's many ways where I feel like me not having wealth is actually doing a fucking disservice to humanity. It is. It's doing a disservice to humanity. Those people I can't help, those centers I can't build, those off-grid properties, those communities, all the things that I desire to do if I had money, I can't do them, right? Me not being in fucking survival mode all the time, right? Me not being in survival mode means that I'm in pure creation mode. If I was completely taken care of, I had a property where I didn't have to worry about rent, had a really nice space, had a studio, had all this thing, all these things that money would afford me, then I'd be able to just purely create so that it could do so much good for my mission, for my soul. Um, and we don't have to suffer and we don't have to deprive or deny ourselves. Right. So there's some things for you to look at, look at your inner rebel who is saying, fuck you to the system. And I don't want to be part of it. So therefore not allowing yourself to be rich and abundant. Look at how having that money can create a positive impact. Look at where you're judging others for having money um, or making assumptions about them, how they're spending their money. That is my invitation for you, dear souls. Thank you for listening and until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul.